All right, we are back in the after show. That happens after the show. The after show? We changing it? No. Oh. The after post show. We, we should do an after post show. Oh. After dark. That. <laughs> we're getting to the point where um, we will be starting the show when it's still light outside, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's getting close there because, well, you know, that's around June. When that happens, mm-hmm. um, days are longer. We're finally, I think, this week is kind of the first week of spring. No more snow. Yeah, because <laughs> last week we it was there, there were times when it was snowing, or at least there were particles of snow in the air. Um, it snowed two days last week. What? It snowed twice last week. Yeah. Um, Climate change, man. It snowed on April 20th. Or, no, 19th. Climate change. Yeah. I, I said on... It was a reply to someone's uh, message on Facebook. And I'm like, I'm just waiting for some numb nuts to carry a snowball under the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it, it is... I mean... It, I think that we happen to to be living in an area that is not going to be hugely affected by climate change, other than a slight difference in in mm-hmm. uh, in, in what we expect from different months. Which is lucky for us, uh, assuming except, we continue. Except to... our food doesn't come from here. <laughs> Speaking and of pe- our food, people aren't going to appreciate that you know a couple degrees change over a century. Is going to actually affect the food, <laughs> right? This is when not, a, this not a bread is, basket area. When right? all they can say is it snowed on April nineteenth. Climate change, lols, lols. Uh, what, what do you? What's your point? I don't know. Just because it's such a big and far-ranging thing that the casual person, the average person, you know, doesn't see it so yeah there it's not an issue well i i think that it's just like pouring I, toxic waste into the river it's not no it's it. not it's not you, no i mean it kind of it's, is it's right? not it's, just like that well it's sim- okay yes it's similar to it because you can throw a bunch of shit into the river before it shows it starts coming back and you can actually see it i think that climate change Disaster, as it says it will be in some areas, and I've said this before, is largely capable of being brunted by the money that our economy makes and other stuff like that. For the most part, for people who are not living on the coasts of uh, of America, um, just because there's enough commerce and stuff to to allow for okay stuff has to move around to to change. Uh, the you know it's going to hurt people in developing economies much more. It's going to hurt people who live on highlands. It's going to hurt people who live on coasts. Uh, it's going to make new land into coastland and make that more viable. So it's going to also help people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to also though inspire and already even like places like China, which you know they pollute like crazy, but also they're investing a lot in solar. Yeah. You know, this is even though governments are very slow to act on this, the industries are not, and the industries are 
understanding that. I mean, for me, like one of my biggest concerns is you know the planet is going to be approaching nine billion humans alive on it. Uh huh. And you know, as the net arable land decreases because of climate change, that's going to be. I mean, it's my understanding that you know you're going to lose farming land, arable land. Mm-hmm. And new arable land is not going to open up as fast as, you know, and you're going to run out of northern regions. That only matters if our diet and everything stays exactly the same, which it won't. What we eat, I mean, I expect insects to become much more common, particularly as feed animals to go to other animals. Not necessarily Mm. as human stuff, but as feed for other animals. Uh, That's an interesting concept. Feeding, I don't know if cows can eat insects, but pigs certainly could. Well, if you could grind it up into some sort of paste yeah, that would they'll it be, eat. Yeah, I, I was I was thinking, you know, since they're bovine, right? Since they're they eat vegetables, right, yeah, whether right, they yes. wrong kind of yeah. wrong kind of material, even ground up and mixed into a soy based. Soil and green. Well, but he, or or you can use the them as an effective fertilizer, right? They, they yeah. Get nitrogen out of them. Sure. So, yeah. the, the, you know, it's it's a uh, it's it's so complex the situation. Have you had a um, Impossible Burger? No, I have not. I've heard of them. I've read about them. They're on where? Where are they? They were at uh, White Castle. No, no, the. Um, I, well, I don't know if they were White Castle. I'd be surprised if they yeah, were White Castle. Yeah, White Castle, I think, is, is, is offering them. Okay, so the Impossible Burger is a, a vegetable-based burger, mm-hmm. but it's made to look Mimic. and feel like right. a beef burger. It's red. It gives off red juice. It sizzles. It uses, like, coconut something or coconut oil or something to mimic the fat that mm-hmm. renders off of a burger I was at Shoebrew a couple of weeks ago I took a day off and Heather and I did, went up there for lunch and they had the impossible burger and it was like a substitute for their beef burger but the only burgers they had on the menu were like as much bacon as burger <laughs> so like I didn't go for it right I'm like yeah. what's the point right yes but now i'm like oh i should have just got it anyway just to have tried it yeah I, well i think that the, the point would have been to disguise some of the still some of the lacking but you know I've, i mean because I, I imagine you know this is the impossible burger is a step towards a, a meat substitute as opposed to I, i've watched some of the videos i've watched a couple different things and like like you know, there was one like I was on tested with Adam Savage drink, eating an Impossible Burger, and he was going on and on about how similar, how close it was. Like, you know, to, to I don't trust Adam Savage to review things because everything he reviews is always awesome. awesome. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. And so, but like, oh, I'm like I haven't been back to Shoebrew. I don't know if they still have it. I probably could have asked for them to prepare just lettuce, tomato, you know. <laughs> Let's not put the pound of bacon on there, because mm-hmm. like the way the menu was written, it was like it's it, it says something like as much bacon as burger, you know, like what? <laughs> and I'm gonna substitute beef for an Impossible Burger on that, and then put a whole bunch of bacon on it. It does seem like counter. Yeah. Well, I know the, the one point. place. I know the one place that was serving the Impossible Burger 
I don't remember if it was local or national place, but one of the early places, right? They were basically, it might have been Burgatory. The Impossible Burger was coming one way only. You know, it was it was pretty basic. It was American cheese, or maybe cheddar cheese, uh-huh. lettuce, tomato, onion. You know, and um, you know, they were kind of saying they just wanted to showcase yeah. the, the burger part of it. Yeah, I, I should have tried it, but yeah, because it was smothered in bacon, I decided to go with something. <laughs> I else. hear you. Uh, see, what's interesting to me is that if you can replace a lot of the the beef, particularly in in animal feedstocks, mm-hmm. then you're decreasing a lot of the beef that's used. Period. But also, if you could then replace the beef that's used, like for McDonald's burgers and stuff like that. Right, because those are cheap stuff, and right. then you're then you're going to be using a lot less beef in the world, and that would be, I think, a good thing. It would also increase the price of beef, so because there would be less beef available, so uh, you know, as supply drops, the price will uh, go up. But I do think that beef should be more of an extravagance than it is anyway. Yeah. I'm not. I'm. I am, of course, not a vegetarian or anything like that. But I appreciate the the concept, and I also do think that vegetarians have the argument. What one when it comes to environmental impact, uh, there, there's mm-hmm. there's no denying the the difference between uh, purely vegetarian versus not versus vegetarian. You know, vegetables plus meat uh, in terms of environmental right. impact. But I mean. There's also a huge difference between chicken and cows in environmental impact, in energy required right. to produce yeah. the, the the meat. Um, and a gigantic difference between chickens and, say, uh, crickets or, yeah, sure. or, you know, some other insect, uh, which would still be a non-vegetarian, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess your thing, your play, your music just does not play. <laughs> I hit reload. I don't know. Blame Windows. <laughs> um, there was a, I was so I saw a different video about the Impossible Burger and about their scientists, right? And they're basically trying to find, you know, not, vegetable-based processes to not like they're not just looking at like the flavor or not not like a hamburger is one flavor but they're breaking it down to a hamburger is 350 flavors right and how do we account for each one of those flavors mm-hmm. you know so they're it, it's it's really interesting the kind of effort they're putting into this and if they can make a vegetable based thing that tastes and is just as satisfying as a burger but the question is how much then extra processing goes into that that makes it just as then polluting as the cow thing because you need to go through seven factories yeah, I mean, to, to, to turn these vegetables into something that resembles a burger. Uh, at some point, you're going to say, well, why don't we just raise cows? That's a, that's a much easier way to make beef than going through process. something worth checking on, right? But uh, and, and maybe, maybe they're, you know, they're Putting the the vegetables if through the asking, grinder. So I mean, if many you're asking times. me, the most efficient way to make beef is still through a cow. 
if you find a more efficient way, okay. Mm-hmm. But let's. Well, that's the other thing. They're starting to grow. Lab-grown meat is starting to be right. a thing. Right, but again, efficiency and and cost is going to be the big. Right, but these are the early here. days of innovation. The early days of research. Yes, right? and so, I am not. I, I'm and, all for it. All for it. But I'm not like. I'm not an evangelist. You know, I'm I'm all for Someone experimentation, be, right? I mean, I suppose everything that you enjoy in your modern life was not the most efficient way to do it when it was invented, right? Sure. You know, so it, everything has to evolve to a point where it's economically mm-hmm. feasible to become mass market. Yes. And the only way you get there is with people doing research in R&D. Absolutely. And I like I said I totally support it. I would eat these burgers. I have no compunction against eating them. Uh, I have, right. but you wouldn't want to swear off a beef burger until they were right. equally yes. satisfying. Yes, I would not want to say I will never eat beef again. Right? I won't put my steak in the ground. But then, okay, so when it gets to the point where the Impossible Burger is indistinguishable from a beef burger, and you have the desire to have a beef burger just because, right? Is that like equivalent to like having Ortolan or something like that? You know, like where you're just like, I want to eat the flesh of an animal. It, it's a good question that I don't have an answer to. Yeah. Uh, p- perhaps, perhaps culturally, the I think that eventually culturally the idea of eating meat will will become less and less. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it'll seem more and more extravagant because like, so there's a cup like um. Double wide. They have a black bean lentil burger. Yeah, they've had those in their good. A, it's a really good burger, and especially with the double wide fixins that go on the burgers, you know, it's it's a perfectly satisfying meal. You know, and I I actually you know what I don't get beef burgers at double wide, but I will go somewhere else to get a beef burger. Because yeah. I just want a beef burger. Sometimes you just want a beef burger. It's it's that whole thing that you know. <laughs> forget, I forget who, what what comedian was. It was it was a, not a great comedian. Uh, so I'm not like praising the the comedian or, or joking it. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm, I'm praising the joke and not necessarily the comedian. But the joke was uh, having as, having as he casually forgets that it was Louis C.K. who said this. It was not Louis C.K. <laughs> Um, I, at least I don't think it was. He, the joke was, ha, why would you have an affair? As they say, having an affair is like having a hamburger, and being with your wife is like steak. But sometimes you do really want that burger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sometimes you just gotta have a fucking burger. Yeah. And you know, I, 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 well, I mean, I, that's that's kind of my question back to eating the flesh of an animal. Right? right, like there's probably this thing like, oh, this Impossible Burger tastes just like a prime grade A, whatever. Yeah, I I, I think that the bad thing about the joke was was making it about infidelity as opposed mm-hmm. to other things you can make it about, which which I think are more on on our lines, because uh, you. Well, it's kind of like use the hyperbole part of a joke, like go overgo, go right. overboard on it. Right. You know? I mean. <clears throat> You and I don't strike me as as very infidelity prone people, uh, just because we're not very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, so, 
but at the same, there are things that you can say that about. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, on another topic. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I had a tweet uh, last week when I got home from, from the show last week. Because I was looking at something, and, and Nintendo has some new patent out that they're playing around with, uh, with and it had to do with, with multiple screens and, and twisting, and, and it, an object will recognize the where it is uh, in in 3D space as you move it through different screens. And I, I, my tweet was something about how I don't own a lot of Nintendo stuff. I haven't since like the Wii, and I only I didn't ever play that, so that was a waste of money for me. Uh, but I want them to stick around because I kind of respect them as a laboratory for new they, control. They, they, shit. they put a lot of crazy shit to market, yeah, and and stuff that that people will get better, will will, will make better, but yeah. they. They give the initial spark to a lot of that stuff. No, I mean, think about it. The Wii was revolutionary in, in two things. The the wireless gyroscopic controllers, mm-hmm. but also the party game. Yeah. You know, they brought the party game, which really wasn't a thing on the other platforms. And then they brought out the Wii Fit with the balance board. And right. Was it awesome? No, but... They brought it to market. Yes, exactly. And I think about all the stuff that that remember the U Force mm-hmm. from the old NES that mm-hmm. you know was you know, stuff that now can Probably be the done. Power glove too, right? The I never, power, I never yeah. used the power glove, but right, I'm sure but, it was disappointing. But it, it, it's the idea of they are essentially funding development on this stuff that is very and and that's sort of why they can stick with. We're, oh, we're throwing Mario on it, we're throwing Zelda on it, because they're very essentially simple games mm-hmm. that you can then exploit these new mechanisms with. Uh, so they don't have to innovate necessarily on their gameplay. The D- the 3D in the DS. Yeah. I mean, that stuff is pretty cool. Um, I don't know too much about the Switch and like what the Switch is. And... The Switch is uh, what, I've, what I've said would happen for a while, which is... That the portable and uh, the the console are the same thing. Mm-hmm. You, you you can you can play it on your TV or you can pick it up. And, does it does when you have it on the mobile? Does it have 3D? Do you know? No, no, it does not. That's interesting. They didn't bring that through. They've had well, that... 3D is is the thing. That, it was a flash in the pan. It's now about resolution. I guess. I mean, it's. I don't know. Playing on the 3DS, 3D, it gives you. It. it, it I but they it, they released a version of of they, they released like an, an, a version that doesn't have 3D for the 3DS because yeah, people okay. were just like, I don't use that 3D thing. Okay. I mean, we, we tell the kids to keep it turned off just because it's not good for young eyes. But um, I thought it was a. I mean, it was it was eye candy, but I thought it was more than a gimmick. I thought it did make it a little more immersive playing like a Mario game or something on 3DS. Well, the true immersive stuff comes from the VR, but that yeah. still has, has a way to go before it. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm a self-admitted early adopter to VR because I got all that stuff. But yeah. That was really... The reason why I bought all that stuff was because I did play around with the development kit, and I was so impressed. I was like, well, I have to get this. And to be frank, I don't play with my VR that much. Uh... It's there. I have it. It's fun to to pull out every once in a while, but it's it's not a mm-hmm. 
it's not a thing that I use very often. Um, but the, I, I'm enjoying the hell of my 4K TV and, and playing the PS4 4K stuff. That's impressive. Oh, I bet. I mean, so what, what are you playing on the PS4? Uh, games that I already have, like uh, Horizon. Um, are these like first person games, or like like what 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 are the style of the Horizon games that, is, is that really work well on the 4K? So Horizon is a is a third person uh, Skyrimish, okay type game. Um, Destiny is a shooter, so it's first person shooter. Uh, you know, it's a mix of third person first person games in general. Uh, and then I've been playing. What's, what's the frame rate that the thing can do? do so know? the the PS4, I, th- I think at at 4K, I think it's only like 30, but at, in, but it can also do 60 frames per second at 1080p. Mm-hmm. Um, only 30. I mean that's good enough. But it's good enough. 60 gives you that kind of richer fast movement. Yes. You yeah, know, you don't yeah. get any kind of um, blur on the fast movement stuff. Yeah, it, it it's it's all about sort of degrees at that point. Mm-hmm. It, it, as, as long as you you're above twenty something, you really don't. Have you watched like Planet Earth or anything? Yes. Okay? Yeah, I sent you a picture. Didn't you get that picture? I, 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 I thought it was Planet Earth. Yeah. Yeah, it was Blue Planet too. Okay. But it still, but but if you zoomed in on that picture, you'd see like the detail on like it was just a piece of ice, mm-hmm. but just the detail was amazing. And and the next shot had like a. Uh, a a starfish spreading out eggs, and you can see like in the, the individual eggs. Craig's masturbating the starfish. It's like oh, it's so good. Oh, oh so <laughs> so fidel- so much fidelity. <laughs> well, it, it's the kind of fidelity that you're not sure if you want porn in that fidelity because <laughs> all of the yeah. No, but it's kind of like that. That I meant. I meant you were probably having so much joy of watching like nature in 4K. You're like, fuck. It, well, well, people would say, "Well, just go fucking outside and you can see it at more than 4K." Well, you can't. You see can't the kind, see this stuff. You can't see the kind of stuff yeah. that the BBC can see. Yeah. I uh, know it, it's it's really impressive uh, the, the 4K stuff. So uh, yeah, it's it's noticeable. Like the difference between that and, and mm-hmm. 1080p is noticeable. It also makes 1080p look better. It also makes 720p look like shit. Uh, <laughs> so mm-hmm. you have to wait almost like an extra day for the 1080p rips and stuff to come out for your shows. So you have to not care about watching but, it that right. day because it, it it does it does it, it does something to to make the 1080p look better. I think it's a, a sort of uh, some kind of combing or something. Yeah, but the. Anything lower than that just, just looks like shit. Mm-hmm. It, it's blotchy and, you can, and staticky. It's it's awful. Looks like compressed video, right? So yeah, the, and God, I can't imagine what forty people, <laughs> you know, or, or or the old those old rips, the, those you know, four eighty eyes, four eighty eyes, Ugh. Jesus. Imagine if they showed them at like native resolution, they'd be a little postage stamp. Yeah, on the seriously. So this was uh, uh, a thing that I linked to you that this story about the um, the robots that can assemble IKEA furniture. Oh, okay, I didn't see this one. Um, 
Now it's it's important to point out that uh, this was not they were not programmed they 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 had programs in them to understand what they were going to build. I uh, this this uh, headline I say uh, fuck you. How is assembling an IKEA piece of furniture the hardest thing a human can do? Um, because they didn't have pre-planned. No, no, struct- human. No, because let me finish. Okay. They didn't have pre-planned instructions on how to do it. They they knew what they were going for. They had to analyze the parts that they had, figure out the assembly, and no, ass- I, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disparaging the robots. I'm disparaging the headline writer who thinks putting together IKEA furniture is the hardest thing a human can do. It says one of. Not the hardest, but one of but the hardest. But there are step-by-step directions. It's not like he's... Well, the, the point is that this is that regardless of the fact that there are step-by-step okay. directions, it is still a very complicated set of procedures one has to go about and continue to go about uh, to to make something that is not something that is often made by, by somebody, right? I mean, it is not a practice thing. You don't... You're assembling a kit that's made to be assembled. How is that one of the hardest things a human can do? It's hard from an intelligence. I disagree. Uh, it's a kit that's designed to be assembled. It's made to be assemblable. By humans. Yes. Hardest human task. Yes. But it, no, it, a hardest human task would be flying by flapping your arms. Or, you know, <laughs> making a rocket to space. Not assembling a piece of furniture that's well, designed to be assembled. We've already have computers that can make rockets to space easy. That's yes. not a problem. We just program in the, the, the physics and the computer can fix all... Because the, the reason why that's hard for humans is because we're not good making at calculations. Making a piece of furniture from a tree trunk is hard. Assembling stuff that's made to be assembled is not hard. I, I I disagree. I, I I really disagree here because I think the point is that yes, this stuff is made to be assembled, so it is easier than simply building it out of the blue. So that is harder. Like asking a computer to have the creativity to to build a chair. Here's here's. Uh, you keep going back to computers. I'm talking about human tasks. Yes. And what's hard and what's well, not hard I, for a I'm, human. Well, I'm talking about it in the sense of. What is it about human intelligence that is hard to replicate on a machine scale? It's hard to replicate in terms uh, of programming. Right. I'm only talking about the headline and how they're saying putting together IKEA furniture. Well, is in one of the con- you have to look at it in human, the context. The hardest things a human can do is put together furniture that's made to be assembled with step by step directions. In the context of of designing intelligent systems, absolutely. This is a system that has to look at its what it has and figure out what to do. That is hard. It, it's not just okay. If this, then that. If this, then that. This has to figure out. No. Okay. A robot did a really hard thing by figuring out how to assemble all of these pieces together. And not also just how to assemble it, but also how to avoid like hitting itself when it's doing it. Yeah. How to sure. Now that's hard. I'm talking about a human opening a box of IKEA furniture and assembling it is one of the hardest things a human can do. I, th- my point is that you're looking at it from the wrong perspective. That's the, the, the headline. The, 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 w- well, I'm only talking about the headline. I haven't got below the headline yet. The, the point is, don't judge a book by its cover. Don't judge. Don't judge an article. But I started this whole it. thing off saying I have a problem with the headline. 
Well, I would say if you read more, then you understand what they mean. And that's what I've been trying no, to say. No, I, I, I know where the story is going, and I appreciate everything you're saying, but none of it is is justifying the argument that putting together a box of Ikea furniture is one of the hardest things a human has ever done. Well, it's trying to get you to read it. That's the point of a headline, and you've then, okay. so it's trying right. to say... You're going to say, what? Why is that so hard? And you, maybe you'll look at the thing. Maybe maybe you will simply say, that's not hard at all, and close it. Maybe you will say, what? why would that be hard? Oh, right. And then you, read the, and you go read the article, and it explains why it's hard. What's hard about it? What it is that, that makes this a hard problem. But calling it a hardest human task means it's hard for a human. Right, hard for a human is is finding the square root of a giant number. This does not say hard for a human. This says hardest, hardest human, human tasks. And you know yeah. as well as I do what a, that there's a difference between a hard and easy problem from, yeah. from different perspectives. Okay. Well, all right. We're not going to come to a consensus. I, I don't understand what you what your what your beef is. To be honest, I I don't. See why the, the headline is inferring that putting together IKEA furniture is one of the hardest things a human can do. It's it's to me it's inferring it's one of the hardest things that humans, a robot can do that humans can do easily. It's one of the hardest things. It's one of the things that sets humans. Apart from right. everything it, else that we've seen. What it means is it's a task that's average for humans, but very difficult for robots. Very difficult for every anything that's not human. Sure, yes. Dolphins can't put together IKEA furniture. I agree Monkeys can't put together IKEA sure. furniture. Right? Uh, sure. Children can't put together IKEA right. furniture. Uh, you I, have to learn a lot. You have to have a lot of knowledge just to be able to follow very simple instructions to put together IKEA furniture. You would not get a five-year-old to put together IKEA furniture correctly. Ten-year-old could probably do it. But that's ten years of experience and understanding the sure. world. The the point being if is it the That's his hardest. If that's the pinnacle of human ability, you know, that that's the part I had a problem with. <laughs> See, the thing is, like, it's easy to design robots that can pull vote higher than a human. Right. Right? I mean, because... It's easy to have a computer be able to... Play chess better than a play human. Play chess. Divide numbers. Mm-hmm. Dividing numbers is hard for a human. Yeah. Computers can do it all fucking day. But when they're saying hardest human tasks in here, what they mean is tasks that are hard... From uh, like from a perspective of a robot, yes. Well, from yes. a perspective of of anything that's not human, anything that does not, uh, even like uh, okay. L- l- let me let me do a, a slight aside, but it's it's on it's on message. It's on this topic. When the Pioneer probes were launched, they had a a plaque on them that had a. a, a, a a bunch of different symbols on them that were trying to, if Voyager. by chance, no, Pioneer was the first one that launched that, that oh, this one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Voyager also had the golden record, stuff like that, but the Pioneer plaques are the first one with this. Okay. Uh, and this, if an if a, a intelligent civilization, civilization at some point came across this, perhaps there, you know, there's a bunch of coding stuff in there. 
in how it was done. Uh, and you can look at it, you go online on Wikipedia and look at it. But one of the things on there was an arrow that pointed to, uh, I think, it was either where the where the spacecraft was going from or, or where it came from. And it was brought up later that arrows are human cultural objects. They're not... The, they, you know, what an arrow means is a very culturally defined thing that is not universal. Mm-hmm. So the the idea was to have universal no, no sure. things. So and, like Voyager, the map back to Earth, it's ben, it's mile markers, it's bench posts, or oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Pulsars. Oh. Well, they use pulsars as the um, the way to orient right the map. Uh, they use the transition state of hydrogen. Yes. To hyperfine transition of hydrogen. To measure time. To yeah. to measure length. Length. Was that length? Yes. Okay. I thought it was time for some reason. Uh, you know, so they well, were time tra- and length they're they're okay. very similar. They were trying to find not like a kilometer or a mile doesn't mean anything. Right. right? Like what's the What's the what's a fundamental way to measure an increment of time or a distance, right? That kind of thing. And uh, what's a way to instead of using an arrow, how would you? Well, they didn't. Well, the arrow thing came up later, so mm-hmm. they did not. Right. So the arrow was pointed out later. That that's a culture. Right. My point is is coming back to this. That mm-hmm. it's a hard human thing. Arrows are human thing entirely. How do you translate? How do you explain that without explaining any culture what an arrow means i mean it seems obvious from our perspective but we grew up around them so i mean sure i mean okay um back to the headline my thing i was sticking on is this is a task any competent adult can do yeah so calling it a hardest human task you know i had a problem with that now i agree with you completely that having a machine learning program figure it out or even follow the directions by using computer vision, by looking at the human written directions. Yes, that is a noteworthy feat. That is not easy. I I think that this is, I, I guess maybe what you're pointing to and maybe where we're coming, it's, it's somewhat of a provocative headline in the sense that it, yes. the implication... Well, there's there's this cultural... Maybe that's it. There's this cultural thing that, oh, assembling Ikea furniture is so hard. Right? No, I don't think there that's is. what they're trying to there say. Is. But no, the, no, that, the headline writer used that as part of his thing that formed this headline. I is think, that there's I, this cultural thing. I that, think it's supposed to be ironic. The, I think it's a, you're supposed to look at it and, saying, and say... Wait, why is that a hard task? And then read the article. No, I think half the people, if you interview, if you walked out and interviewed people at work, and you asked them one to ten, how hard is assembling IKEA furniture? You know, I think maybe maybe in the tech environment to be a little bit different, but uh, you know, it it's a thing. It's a meme because a lot of people can't follow directions and assemble things like that, and they think it's hard. And that's not the that's not the article. No, that's and, not. And, well, again, we're talk, still talking about the headline. But no, I mean, but that's not even the the way the article puts it. The way the article puts it is that it seems like a simple proposition, but it is not for okay, all right for for 
robots, like for machine intelligence. It, it, it is not simplistic. Well, right, but identifying black people is hard too, and not calling them gorillas. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's hard for a computer too. Yes, it is. Um, and and I, I didn't mean to be flippant about no, that. No, 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 um, and I, yeah. I appreciate it. There's, there's, so that's actually a story about bias, right? Yeah. That is a story about how machine learning in Google was identifying black faces as gorillas because the machine learning had learned gorillas and there was some and some bias in there. Well, the bias was the researchers not not thinking, training black not humans. training black you know that the computers on black humans. Yeah. They clearly had much, you know, not saying they didn't have them at all, but they probably had a much wider palette of white humans to work with. They didn't yeah. they didn't think about it. And that's okay. Humans make mistakes. Humans are not going to be perfect and think about everything, and that's the point of 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 doing the science and all this stuff. Uh, the 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 angle that this article was trying to put out is that again, this is a hard problem from the perspective of how do you. How do you make something that understands what it's supposed to do? Right. So it does. Like, how does it have any anticipation? Yeah. And also understand how far along it is on something, uh, and again, how not to hit itself. Mm-hmm. And didn't get it right the first time. <laughs> they had to. They spent three years on this thing, mm-hmm. but no, I I do not think it's an easy problem. I yeah. think it's. A, I think. The the premise of the story is that this is a very difficult computer problem, right? The, to me, the headline didn't say that. To to me, the head. I guess to, I I took it differently because to me, the headline was saying, "You think this is easy, right? Here's how hard it is, and here's why this is in, this is important." Okay. Um. Got the sea monkeys thing. Got the Upsal tarantula egg or something. No, I think I'm good. Um, what was the deal with the tarantula thing? I missed that. Oh, I just I thought it was funny. Oh, I thought there was like something in <laughs> no, because you know there there is there there is Upsal berries, mm-hmm. which is is crunch berry with, and this mm-hmm. is Upsal tarantula egg cereal. <laughs> I just think it's funny. So one of the things I saw. Yesterday here, let me, you, let, me, um, let me find something. You can go on to your next thing. All right. Um, I, I, I sent a link to you at one point with uh, turn a Mac into a touchscreen using like $1 oh, yeah, yeah. hardware. Did you? I saw that, yeah. It, it uh, uses like a mirror to reflect the camera down on the screen. Right. And then uses like the reflection of the screen... To your finger, and then like a whole bunch of software to turn into a touchscreen. It uh, seemed like a neat again. It's that early days of the Impossible Burger. It's ridiculous today to think that's how you're actually going to deploy something, but in five years, with much much iteration on your project, then it maybe becomes something deployable. Um, all right, 
I'm going to go for, I'm going to go to Twitter and see what my likes are on Twitter. Because usually I like things that I want to talk about in some sense. Um... <laughs> At Allie's school, I told you how they took out the library and put in this like makerspace thing. They call it CIRC, the Creativity Innovation Research Center. The uh, Wall Street Journal was there and ran a story about the CIRC space this, yesterday. Okay. Like, I don't know. Makerspace at Alley School is in the Wall oh, Street Journal. Cool. Um, Come on, computer. Maybe I should go back to using a Mac. Uh, just a funny picture. Uh, it's just a TV thing. Death baby. <laughs> death baby hears for the first time. Okay. So obviously it just be deaf, oh, not death. Okay. <laughs> Damn, death baby. Correct. And the guy's like, hell yeah, I'll hail the death baby. <laughs> um, this is a funny meme. Where Eric Andre shoots somebody, you've probably seen the meme before, but the image is, the top, the first image is Eric Andre shooting somebody, and it's baby boomers shooting America, and the second image is the caption, why would millennials do this? Because baby boomers are killing America, and, and uh, they're blaming all millennials. All right, so this is something I, I saw in my feed early, early this morning, um... On The Simpsons, are you familiar with the steamed hams? It's an old Simpsons. Uh, Superintendent Chalmers comes over to Skinner's place for dinner, and Skinner burns the ham, and apparently there's this, like, whole huge, like, meme remix thing of of steamed hams. And I got... So they auto-tuned the scene. Is this All-Star? To all, well, no, no. This is the steamed hams lyrics. Right, yeah, but it's... Auto-tuned like, and, like, paced out. Well, it's... Hollywood Factory going downtown. Going to this is a comedy bang bang joke. Oh, you wouldn't okay. get it, but it, it's a kid doing a, a comedy bang bang like running joke. <laughs> My wife. Doing <laughs> <laughs> that. This this is a. I I never saw Super Troopers, but I hear okay. it. People like it, and I like Sean O'Neill. He's a writer for the AV Club. Uh, <laughs> Super Troopers Two is apparently bad, but I I loved his tweet where he said, "Have you ever been disappointed on weed?" <laughs> and then linked to that. Which is, of course, it's a joke from um, that goes. You, you, do you know where that came from originally? The on weed. Have you have you ever seen the movie? uh, It's it's a weed movie, but um, uh, the Dave Chappelle. Damn it! I I can't think of it. Half baked. 
half baked. I think I have seen half baked. Okay, but not so in a very long there's time. a scene where John Stewart is this guy. Okay. Um, yeah, turn me up. Guy here. He's what we call an enhancement smoker because he thinks that marijuana makes every activity that much better. Mikasa Sukasa. Observe. You're Scarface, right? Yeah. I love Al Pacino, man. Did you ever see Scent of a Woman? Yup. <laughs> you ever seen Scent of a Woman on weed? <laughs> That's the way to see it, man. It's just whack. Sixty bucks, yo. That's cool, man. I got it. I got it. Did you ever see the back of a twenty-dollar bill, man? No, I don't know, yo. Did you ever see the back of a twenty-dollar bill on weed? <laughs> There's a dude sitting in the bushes, man. Does he have a gun? I don't know, man. I don't know. What? What? Red team, go! Red team, go! It's just some weird shit, man. Man, you're fucking crazy, yo. Oh, it's cool. Thanks, man. Hey, yo, wait. Dude, I'm gonna check out the stars later. It's really trippy. Especially on weed, man. <laughs> so that's where that comes from. That thing. Okay. And so when you ever hear somebody say, you ever seen this on okay. weed? All right. Yeah. yeah. I've seen that. It's been so long. The um, So for the listeners, if you either... Or like into Simpsons and want to see some crazy shit on the steamed hams thing, or if you just like want to like open up the door to this like crazy corner of the internet where like this is like actually a thing where people spend tons of effort on like remixing the steamed hams scene of the Simpsons. Like I found that this like someone sent me this link about yeah, learn how to edit thing. somehow. Someone sent me this link to this All Star, and then YouTube went right into it, another like re- retake of. Like not not auto tuning, but like a completely different thing about steamed hams. And then I saw a third one where it was like a dude who has never seen The Simpsons on his first take, dubbing in the lyric, like the conversation, the dialogue between Chalmers and Skinner. You know, and it was that was humorous on its own. And um, you ever watch the steamed ham scene on weed? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but there's like this whole crazy corner of the internet where steamed hams is um, like the thing. The thing. It just makes you realize how oh how out of out of memeville. So I two am things being... we didn't talk about. First is don't eat romaine lettuce. Well, isn't that just the general rule of your love life? No, it, I, I guess Caesar salad can be okay. No, the the point is that right now there's an E. coli scare around. Oh, I'm uh, glad you know our public service <laughs> is really going to save somebody. Uh, and and the second is Billy Mitchell, Billy Mitchell, King of Kong. Did you see any oh, of this? Oh, I heard about him cheating. Yeah, turns out it certainly seemed all the evidence is in the direction that he cheated at least on the big King of Kong. I don't know if you saw that movie, mm-hmm. uh, but that was you know big. There was a hit for a while, and uh, he cheated on that because it looked like he. It, it looks very much like the evidence seems to point to him using it Mame. Did I did read like some of the forensic about like. 
the different consoles and the different mm-hmm. interlacing and the transition scenes, how right. they draw differently and like, like CSI type shit. Right. Exactly. As it, Cause I, 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 you know, read the article and it's like, yeah, this seems like very compelling evidence that he, at the very least use an emulator as opposed to using the arcade board, which was as, which is what you're supposed mm-hmm. to do. Uh, and if you are using an emulator, then you can just stitch it together so you can make it look like, you, you know, you can go back to save states and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And you can also, I mean, if you look at the quality of the, of the, it, it was poor quality. So you can use that to cover up if there's uh, yeah. bad transitions and stuff like that. Yeah. It was really fast. It was really fascinating how like they had documented like rev one of Donkey Kong, right. the, the third title screen this way yeah and rev 2 did it this way and mame does it this way and mame v4 does it this way mm-hmm. and <laughs> another thing was that there someone did a statistical analysis of like how uh billy mitchell got the millions uh to, that he got so quickly and and there was a one of the ways of getting points has to do with a hammer and blue barrels or something and it was much more often that happened in Billy Mitchell's game than in any other game, like statistically significantly more often, which implied that it was some manipulation that caused it hmm. to happen, probably from stitching save states together. Oh no, someone cheated Donkey Kong. And so, on some level, yes, but on the other level, well, I mean good that he got caught right i mean this shit if you're going to to put something up on a pedestal no matter what it is then there has to be some rules or else, or else the pedestal means nothing anyway so, so right the, the, oh another thing was the story that i read what it was this, it was a while ago and like some critic of, of Billy Mitchell got banned from the Donkey Kong forum or something like that. Cause <laughs> yeah, he because well, he, he was a big, I mean, he, he was a big deal. And so him going down is a very, is very big in that scene, which is of course not a hugely, you know, it, <laughs> the nerdiest nerds of all. I mean, nerds. It, it's, it, it's like the furry scene in some sense, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the kind of thing that no one pays attention to, uh, Except for, you know, stories that occasionally come out and you're like, oh, someone beat the Donkey Kong world record. Whoopty shit. Uh, but it's like competitive I eating. I, I mean, the... it's a, it's just, it's a, it's a tiny, tiny, like, subculture, but it's... It just boggles my mind people have original Donkey Kong cabinets. Why? I just figured they would have all been broken by now. <laughs> I mean, people have originals. I mean, yeah, like most originals of ancient stuff is hard to find, mm-hmm. but there are people who collect that stuff. Yeah. No matter what it is, from paintings to devices to whatever. We didn't talk about stupid teenagers traveling and doing stupid things. No, we didn't. Oh, well. That's probably probably the king of all stupidness, and he paid the price, was Otto Warmbier. He was stealing propaganda posters from North Korea and... Dying in prison. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, uh, we we have talked about how when you're a kid, your idea of what's spo- what you're supposed to do yeah. is not 
there's there's too much information for you to be able to fully process that in in a in a way that makes sense from an adult perspective. Yeah. Uh, so it's hard to bring down like a judgment of an adult on somebody in the kid because it's a, it's a different. It's a but you're in fucking North Korea. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Don't chew gum when you're in in, in Singapore. You yeah. don't chew gum at home. Why the yeah. fuck are you chewing gum and? In... Yeah. It's against the man. I mean, uh... and, and and sometimes I feel it. Sometimes I feel like we need to bring out the guillotines again, right? I mean, <laughs> we need to we need to 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 get rid of, of... have some fucking consequences around yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. Seems like some people can get away with shit, uh, and not just your your Trumps, but things like your Daryl Metcalfs, <laughs> right? And there's some things that, but then of course you get to the point where you can go way too far with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why you don't want it, but you want it, but you don't want it, but you want it, but you don't. oh my god, ah, help me, help me, I'm falling down a K hole. So you gotta try that next time on weed. On weed. All right, guys. I gotta pee. You should do craft beer radio on weed. I have. Oh, that's right. Yes. I haven't. You haven't, no. But you should. <laughs> Mixing the weed and the alcohol didn't work for me that one time. Well, that was my mistake. <laughs> Uh, of of thinking that you needed the alcohol to buffer yourself. I don't think that anymore, <laughs> but that was because at the time that was my impression. Uh I think that was a bad idea. <laughs> uh yeah. You'll find that in some other post show. Yeah. <laughs>